Hey everyone, welcome to the Intelligent Conversations podcast where we believe everyone has a form of intelligence that resides within them. Our goal is to encourage these types of conversations for our audience to listen to. Without further ado, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Intelligent Conversations podcast. Today I have Beth Shaw on. She's a pioneer in the fitness, yoga, and uh, wellness space. She is single-handedly responsible for the growth of yoga in the U.S. and Canada. She founded Yoga Fit in 1994 and has certified 200,000 instructors worldwide. Beth has been featured in Self, The Yoga Journal, Huffington Post, uh, The New York Times, uh, The Time Magazine, Entrepreneur, Washington Post, and the USA Today. So that's quite that's quite a uh, reputation you have there. I'm really excited to have you on. So I'm just going to kind of uh, hit you with a question that uh, I like to just kind of introduce you to the audience here. How did you get into yoga? Uh, you started Yoga Fit first, if I'm correct. How did you get into that? And what inspired you to get into that field? Well, uh, when I was six, I taught myself how to do guided meditation and imagery because I used to suffer from horrible migraine headaches. And uh, I guess that kind of started my uh, journey through yoga and mind-body at that time. I also did a lot of yoga as a child, not really knowing what it was. Uh, so that, that's the early days of yoga for me. That's that's actually so sweet uh, to have on because uh, I actually took a yoga class uh, back in high school or whatever, just, you know, get that extra credit and all that fun stuff. And it, it was, it was by far my favorite class because, uh, right after that I had like, I think it was like a track class and I was just so calm and relaxed heading into like performing my sport. So, uh, do you think you could give maybe a little pointers, uh, to some athletes of how does uh, guided meditation help in that aspect? Uh, guided meditation for athletes is really invaluable uh, because if we rehearse something in our minds, our, our bodies and our brains actually think that we're doing it. So in my book, The Yoga Fit Athlete, we talk about the winner's coin, which one side of the coin is guided imagery and meditation. Uh, and actually guided imagery is one side of the coin. Meditation is the other because meditation helps empty the mind and then with guided imagery and rehearsing an event or positive affirmations, then you can fill the space with being a winner. Okay. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying there. That's, uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. I, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've done this as you're obviously an entrepreneur, highly successful individual, uh, affirmations, I think are one of the most valuable parts of goal setting. I don't know if you agree with me on that, but what would you say that when it comes to goal setting that affirmations are a big part of that? Well, affirmations are great because if we practice enough positive affirmations, we actually are able to change our subconscious. Many people don't realize that their subconscious is working against them. And so by continually feeding ourselves with positive affirmations, we make very deep shifts within ourselves. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So uh, in a way, so there's obviously I, I know this. So there's the subconscious and the conscious mind, but I, I've never really had anyone tell me what what is the difference between the two. When does it become uh, conscious 
like you're making that decision and when does it become subconscious like you said it's working against you well you know it's very difficult to access the subconscious and you know if we have negative programming from childhood uh, or experiences it again it, it will create patterns that don't serve us if we're lucky sometimes something will slip up from the subconscious to the conscious that's where meditation also becomes invaluable because then we can get messages. Uh, some people use plant medicine to get to the subconscious, but uh, getting to the subconscious is something I think about all the time. And I, I wish that I had a better answer for you. Oh, it's, it's, it's all good. Don't worry about that. Uh, so just kind of something that just kind of hit me at random here that I remember reading a book. I can't remember uh, which book it was, but it was something about like, how there's flow or whatever. Cause I mean, obviously I'm the flow. Yeah. Done... The book call, is called flow. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's called flow. And he's got a very long Russian last name. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I, I totally, uh, so when it comes to, uh, flow, how, how do we get into that? Like, is, is there like any pointers on the, how to get in that? Cause I think a lot of people would actually benefit from that. A flow state can be created uh, by doing anything that you love, where you lose track of all time and space and the hours just seem to go by. A flow state can also be accessed uh, in our yoga fit practice. We do about 20, 25 minutes of warm up activity, matching breath with movement. So it almost creates a hypnotic state, which is a flow state. And in that flow state, again, you're not going to be distracted by excess thought. You're just going to be 100% present with what you're doing. One of our goals through our yoga practice is just to be in the present moment. I, I actually, I, I like that you mentioned that because I think something that I've been telling people that I've been working with is oftentimes we find ourselves thinking too often about the future and like, oh, we need to do this and this and this and this. And then oftentimes once we miss something, we think about the past, we're like, oh, I should have done that. I should have done that. But yet a lot of people uh, do not live in the present moment and I think that that that's an excellent point that you bring it up. And could you give it like any examples of uh, people that live in the present moment, like great examples? What what exactly do you teach your students, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Well, the essence of yoga fit is breathing, feeling, listening to your body, letting go of judgment, expectation, competition, and being present in the moment. So in an ideal place, we would be present in the moment with forward glances to the future, but not spending a lot of time in our past. Uh, when we spend a lot of time in our past, it can lead to depression. Just like if we spend too much time in the future, it can lead to anxiety. So our, our best gift in the present is a present and it's being present in the moment. Um, so our, our best gift is to train ourselves just to be present moment focused. And it's like a muscle and it gets stronger the more we use it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying there. Cause I mean, I've done sports and you, you have to work out, but I think a lot of people uh, don't work out the mind, I guess, as much. And I think, especially when it comes to yoga, uh, I think that is something that's very valuable. Uh, what would you recommend uh, for, I guess, someone that is trying to, I guess, better themselves, like get more control over their lives and then live in the present. Like you said, uh, how would, I guess what I'm asking is 
what what type of is there like a certain style or should they like change it up every day or like things like that well one of the best things that people can do to stay present in the moment is to turn the attention back to the physical body because most people have actually forgotten that they have a body especially with all the technology and the phones and the computers we're operating from here up uh, that's why we have a 50% obesity rate in this country right now is that people don't realize that they have a body and their body needs to transport them for this lifetime. So we start with some breathing exercises, uh, just a general body scan from the toes up to the crown of the head, focusing on asking the body what's going on with the body today. And being really rooted in your physical body like you do when you work out is so important uh, because you know, our bodies will tell us uh, pretty much everything we need to know just in terms of how to take care of them, what foods to eat, who to surround ourselves with, what is truth and what is not truth, very important in today's world. So uh, the more we can clear up our body-mind, the more we're able to receive messages from from in, internally and externally. Okay, yeah, that's, I, I really like that you mentioned that. That was, that, that was phenomenal. Thank you for that. Uh, I think... Uh, there's something I there's something that I want to bring up that I mean you mentioned uh, that obesity is a big thing and for some reason I think uh, people that like there's multiple styles of exercise and I would actually classify yoga as one and I th- like that you mentioned that it puts you in tune with your body and like well better connected I guess maybe I'm using the wrong words here but uh, would you say that when you have a better connection with your body that you're able to become more aware of, like, let's say if you're doing sports injuries, uh, things like that, and you'll be able to know how hard to push yourself. Most definitely. That's such a good point. Um, I have found, uh, you know, and I've made it through, uh, you know, four decades uh, that you will know, Typically, if you're practicing yoga and you're practicing safely uh, and you're in tune with your body, you'll know what could be a potential injury unless you take care of it, back off, uh, strengthen some muscles perhaps so that it doesn't become something full-blown. Many times people just injure themselves because they're not aware of their physical bodies. They're perhaps not aware of their limitations. They're not aware of that little nagging ache or pain that's going to manifest into something major unless it's there's a course correction yeah i think i think that's really important because i a lot of athletes i think uh they struggle it's actually becoming more relevant i mean i just got out of high school and there's actually like promoting uh athletes to do more of that like because uh i mean if you're not playing then you're you're not winning type of thing that's their attitude towards that but uh, I, I kind of want to shift gears here for a second. I mean, you uh, have trained over 200,000 uh, people uh, to become yoga instructors. What's, what's the process to become a yoga instructor for uh, your organization? Uh, we have many different programs. It all starts with level one, which is a two-day training where we teach people the basics of how to teach and how to do the poses correctly because we're all about safety at YogaFit. Uh, any yoga is good yoga as long as it's safe yoga, as I like to say. So people start with uh, level one. Uh, we have many different courses and different paths people can take. We've got a uh, you know, 200-hour RYT certification that's comprised of many different uh, trainings. 
and we have a lot of specialty tracks, yoga therapy, a lot of injury prevention. We have a whole yoga fit athlete 100 hour track for people who are just athletic and want to learn how to take care of their bodies better and prevent repetitive use injuries. So, you know, there are many different uh, ways that people can go uh, once they complete that level one training. Okay, so I got you. So it's like you can take different uh, pathways that uh, once you get that level one certification. So, I mean, you've mentioned in your little bio or whatever that uh, you I, you uh, single-handedly got uh, yoga to be popular in the U.S. and Canada. I, I want to ke- kind of hear how you did that and how you uh, grew the popularity here because, I mean, I wasn't born during that time, but I was born into where yoga was definitely a cool thing. Uh, Well, you know, in the mid 90s, if you wanted to take a yoga teacher training certification, typically you had to go in residence for upwards of a month, which for most people, they weren't able to do that. So when we started to segment out the education in weekend trainings, Uh, We were then able to bring yoga to so many different parts of the country where yoga didn't exist because there weren't yoga teachers. And we were able to train a lot of fitness instructors how to teach yoga because they already knew anatomy, physiology, kinesiology. And so this was a natural transition for their learning. Uh, And, you know, at the time that yoga was starting to peak in its popularity at that time, Madonna was doing a lot of yoga and it started to be very popular and trendy. And, you know, we were training so many people uh, across the United States, Canada, worldwide, that we were able to convert a lot of uh, instructors of other modalities into yoga instructors. That, that, that's actually a way cool story. I'm at, I, I mean, I always love hearing success stories and how uh, you brought about uh, things like that. And I, I, I just love, I mean, I, I can't say it enough. I love hearing success stories because, I mean, I'm I'm a young uh, entrepreneur, 19 years old. I'm just trying to, you know, make my mark on the world type of thing. And oftentimes uh, I find myself like, man, and I judge myself based off what people succeed in, you know, way past. And then I look back at what it took for them to get there. And I'm just like, wow, I guess I guess it takes quite a bit to get there to that point. So would you say like, was there any point where you're just like, this is hard, but then you push through it and then uh, you got to the level that you're at right now? Well, I think when you have a business, you hit those points frequently. I remember we ran out of our investment money about a year, two years into having the company. And so I, I my background is marketing and advertising. I was able to change up our advertising uh, kind of go to different groups and, you know, get over that hump. Then uh, September 11th, you know, the, the country was kind of shut down. We had trainers driving all over the country, picking up yoga mats at Walmart because UPS wasn't shipping anything. Uh, obviously, during the 2008 financial crisis, actually it was good for our business because a lot of people wanted a different career. Uh, they wanted to become yoga instructors. Uh, COVID actually has, you know, been... Uh, challenging for us because we had to change a 22-year business model to all online in a number of weeks. And uh, that was good for a while. Now people are kind of zoomed out. They don't want to go back to live events. So we're at a very strange in-between place. So, you know, over the course of uh, 
having a business for 24 years, you encounter a lot of challenges and you have to learn how to regulate your own stress, anxiety, fear, and just keep moving forward and being creative in how to do that. That that is that's awesome. I mean, you listed multiple events that I mean, I I was I wasn't around during 9/11. I I wasn't even actually born then. But when uh 2008, I actually do remember that just a little bit. I was maybe like 4 or 5, and it definitely rocked the world. But I'm actually kind of interested how did how did that actually, I mean, you mentioned that people uh, uh, switched career, but what was the drive towards people uh, wanting to switch to yoga in specific during a financial crisis? Well, I think during any crisis, I would like to think that people need to focus back on the basics and our health is a basic. Many people ignore it, but it is a basic. And as we can see from current COVID times, you know, if you're overweight, if you're obese, if you have contraindications, if you've gotten diabetes from eating too many processed carbohydrates and sweets, uh, you're you're going to be in a bad position. Um, so I would only hope that during challenging times, people focus back on what's important and health really needs to be everyone's number one priority because without it, we can't do anything. Exactly. I, I love that point you just made because without without having uh pretty much our body, we can't do what we want to do type of thing. You aren't you aren't able to live life on the terms that you want to live it on. I mean you can work and work and work. I mean I've uh met some uh like crazy uh successful individuals and they uh always warn me they're like, take care of your health, take care of your health because they always uh draw out of that when they get so focused in their work so I'm just like that's something that's just constantly in my mind and I I totally get get the whole uh when people get in crisis they tend to look back and say reevaluate themselves but I think you mentioned you uh like switched your business model like in a matter of weeks during the COVID I think a lot of businesses did what was your strategy uh going into that we didn't really have a strategy we just knew that we needed to uh continue educating people. And so we had to, to make some really quick turns. Fortunately, we've got a great team at Yoga Fit and everyone pulled together and made it happen. That That's that's great to hear. I mean, would you say, I mean, I guess uh, yoga is, oh, if you're more in tune with your body, you surround yourself with people that uh, are more, uh, that help you make those decisions and propel you towards uh, where you want to be type of thing. So uh, I, I, I'm kind of interested, uh, I'm trying to form a question here in my mind, but would you say that, uh, so when I'm meeting other people, uh, how do you live in the present moment when you're meeting other individuals? I mean, especially there's a lot of kids my age, you know, from my younger audience that they're going out and meeting people on college campus, new classes, a lot of them are in a new environment. And what what would you be your recommendation for that? Uh, for meeting new people? Yeah. And trying to find positive people among them to support you in your goals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think that making friends is, is kind of like dating. It's a, a lot of interview process. You need to test people out, see what they're, just observe what their conversation is about on a regular basis. Uh, it's probably reflecting their thoughts. Um, you know, they say that, we have 
pretty much the every day the same kind of repetitive thoughts and and you know sometimes they're overwhelmingly positive other times they're not i believe that a lot of that can be self-trained so that you can stay in a more positive state but you can tell pretty much uh you know fairly quickly if people are positive if they're open-minded if they're flexible if they say yes to life or if they say no and is this someone who energetically feel like would be a good support to you and would be a positive influence versus someone who's going to take you down a road you don't want to go down. Okay, I, I like that answer. It actually reminded me of uh, my grandfather. I uh, talked with him and I asked him, I'm like, hey, uh, what would you tell, you know, a young guy like me going out into the world? What, what advice would you give me? And he's like, if you could learn discernment, you will achieve like whatever you want. You can do, you, you'll have good people around you. And I, 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 I kind of like what he was mentioning there. I really, um, I, it, and it stuck with me again. I, I, I have to say the people I, I've surrounded myself with have definitely played an impact on my life, but, uh, I kind of want to ask you something that, uh, what, what piece of advice would you give? I mean, I guess this is a playoff, uh, that question I asked my grandfather, but what would you say is the greatest piece of advice that you could give, you know, just to the world in general? Well, I would say take care of your health because it's your most valuable asset. Um, I would say learn to recognize what is truth and what is propaganda. Don't believe everything you hear and listen to your intuition first and foremost. That the, that right there, everyone that are that is listening, that is some wise words. I would take that to heart. Uh, I kind of want to touch on the how do you discern uh, from propaganda from uh, what is true? How, how would, what is your approach well, to that? Well, I'm very uh, logic-based in my approach to that. I like to look at uh, what is fact. I like to look at numbers because numbers, sometimes they lie, but oftentimes they don't. I would like to, to you know, look, look at the bigger picture, look at the source and, um, just how things sit with you. You know, does this make sense to me? Is it logical? Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, that, that actually makes a lot of sense. So uh, I guess uh, you, you told us how to find fact. Uh, how would you spot propaganda then? Uh, again, look at the source. Look at the motivation. Look at the intention. Um, you know, and... and, and uh, look where it's leading you. If things lead you to a place of fear that you're bombarded with, uh, that's not a good place to live. Fear is not a good place to live. So um, I don't know. I would say maybe turn off the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yes, honestly, people need to turn off the TV sometimes. And even just, I mean, social media in general, the internet has a lot of good things that come with it. Like you were able to transform your business totally online within weeks, which is crazy to think. But at the same time, there's a lot of negative effects as well. So I, I, I know this is maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I know this is a part of yoga, but isn't balance ultimately what it comes down to? Like if you can't maintain balance, like there's good things here and there's bad things here. You want to maintain the balance in there. I mean, obviously have the good things, but balance out everything is that something that it yoga is kind of all about or did I kind of get it wrong there 
Oh, it's definitely yoga is about balance. It's about equilibrium. It's about uh, non-reaction, uh, remaining in a state of equanimity, um, and just keeping yourself in a good place. And many people are not taught how to do this, so they need to learn how to do it. Okay, yeah. I Thank you for your thoughts there. That That's some very wise words, and I think my audience will really enjoy hearing that. So kind of as we're uh, wrapping up here and getting your last and final thoughts, uh, what do you want the audience to take away from Beth Shaw? What do they want to take away from you? Uh, I would like them to take away that they have the power within them to take care of their health, both physically and mentally. They have the power within them to transform the world into a better place. And they have the power to... Uh, you know, have control of the self within them as well, and not to look to too many outside sources for this, but to try to develop those skills from within. Thank you for that. That is definitely a, a mark to end on. Uh, for anyone that would like to be, you know, work with you, do business, or uh, try and become a yoga instructor, is there any way they could reach out to you, contact you? Uh, what is your preferred method there? Uh, sure. People can reach out to me direct off my website, bethshaw.com or on Instagram, bethshawmindbody. If they're interested in yoga fit in our programs, our conferences, our events, our retreats, workshops, they can go to yogafit.com. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of interested. I might be checking out some of that myself, but uh, thank you for coming on. It's uh, been a pleasure to have you on. It's uh I, I really enjoyed having this conversation. So thanks for having me. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that is Beth Shaw, everyone. As you can tell, that is a very intelligent woman, has great things to say. And uh, tune in to next week. We have a great episode lined up for that as well. Uh, see you guys next week. And let's get after it. Hey everyone, if you liked this episode and would like to hear more, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. We release a new episode every Wednesday for you guys to listen to. Thank you guys so much for the support that you give. We cannot have done this without you guys. If you would like to be a potential guest on the show, check out intelligentconvos.com and there should be a form there for you guys to fill out. Thank you guys again and let's get after it.